ho, ho! Welcome to the Nerd Hurt Comic Book Club, boys and girls. Your number one stop for jolly reviews of Christmassy volumes, arts, or stories that us or yourselves choose, if you're good. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and the replay on all podcast networks. Please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil, and Scott. Put on your Christmas hat and get yourself warm as it is time to join the herd. Ahoy, hoy, ho! Merry Christmas and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. I'm once again your host as it's my pick this week. And we are lucky enough to be joined by Scott again, who's back. Say hello, hello. Scott. Hello. Welcome back. My we name's Scott. I'm, I'm new. Uh, <laughs> Nerd Herd, thank you for having me. I've never read a comic before. Um, but yeah, happy to, happy to be back. Happy to be here, guys. Uh, missed you all. Yeah, yes, we missed you as well. Um, Phil can't join tonight, unfortunately. So standing in for Phil, we have Martin. Hi, everybody. Glad to be back again. Third week running. Yeah, it's your hat trick. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be standing in for me next week because whatever the viewers pick, I'm not going to probably want to read it. So I'll just have the week off. So yeah, before we get into it, um, next week is Herd's Choice, so at the end of this show you can um, tell us what you'd like us to read in the comments and we will add it to a wheel and we'll spin that at the end. And one of your picks will be chosen and we will read it next week. And of course you'll be getting some swag. Um, where is the swag? You'll be getting a Nerd Herd comic book notebook, bookmark and stickers. They'll be popped in the post to you and you can join us live on the show next week as well. Did I forget something, Scott? No, I was going to f- hopefully find a spot where I could just go <laughs> about when we talk about the swag. But uh, <laughs> We'll have to make a little vignette of the of the, the like the notebook spinning on oh, a, like yeah. a crystal turntable. And... Yeah, we could do uh, just one of those cheesy game show voices like, this week you could win. The curtains open and we can get a sexy lady to hold it for us. Like a generation game. So yes, um, this week we are reading uh, The Last Christmas from Image Comics, dating back to 2006. This was a five-issue run. Um, recently, I think 20, uh, 2016, the hardcover or the trade came out. 2013. So, oh, 2013 was mm-hmm. it, yes. So there was a gap between the single issues and the trade. Um, this was written and... Uh, sorry, this was written by Jerry Duggan and Brian Potion. Posian? Posian? How are we saying that? P O S E H N. Art by Rick Remender and Hilary Barter with colours by Michelle Madsen and letters by Ed Dukeshire. I love that surname. Dukeshire. Dukeshire. I mean, it's, it's like. It's like twice as posh as, it, as a normal yeah, name, yeah. isn't it? Because you've got Duke mm. and Shire. <laughs> So yes, a quick synopsis for this book, The Last Christmas from Image Comics. 
Um, the world has ended. We've had our zombie apocalypse and zombies now roam the earth with a few marauders that are attacking the survivors that are left. Up in the North Pole, Santa, who has had enough of life, he has decided Christmas is over. He no longer wishes to partake since the world has ended um, and he, the marauders had come and murdered his wife. So now he is completely done and he wants to end his life. Unfortunately, he's immortal and cannot die as long as someone believes in him. So with the entire population of the world almost dead, there's one child still alive that is sending a letter to Santa once a year, keeping him alive and asking for a bike. And so Santa decides to end it all. He's gonna hunt down this child and kill the child so that he could finally die himself. <laughs> so that's, that's the premise of this book. <laughs> Starting off, Scott, since you're back off a hiatus, what did you think of The Last Christmas? Uh, well, I wish I waited another week. <laughs> Let's say that. Um, if, I was getting, if I was getting this book in single issues, I'd have stopped at issue one because that absolutely... I don't know. It, would, it just set something off for me and I was like, ah, no, this is not for me. But... You know, the fact that I have to read this for the nerdhood, I carried on <laughs> and it got better, you know. Um, yeah, I think it was a bit too much at the beginning for me um, with, you know, the, the fact that he was, you know, you had panels and panels of Santa constantly trying to, um, you know, commit suicide. Um, so and, and that was terrible to read and look at, I think, in my opinion. Um, but then, you know, as, as we got further into it and it got more fantastical, we got, you know, Santa's not real. Um, as it got more <gasps> fantastical, <laughs> um, you know, and it just got to the point where it was just a bit of just mindless violence where you have Santa killing zombies and the elves helping him and, you know, this somehow magical personified real life snowman jumping around and joining in. It then became a bit of fun, but I'd say the first, like, I know this is five issues, but the first, like, third of this, for me, didn't like it, wasn't enjoying it, and then it started to pick up then towards the the last two-thirds, last half. Fair. Looked nice, though. I mean, you know, it, it gave me a 90s vibe, art-wise. Um, you know, this was done in 2006, so not that far off, but, um, yeah, and I did, like, you know... The colouring in terms of the contrast of um, how it looked in the North Pole, how nice and sunny and bright and whatever it looked. And then you get to Chinatown and it's all grim and dark and grimy and a bit apocalyptic. But yeah, yeah that's, that's, what thought, that's what I thought. Fair enough. That's absolutely fair. Martin, what did you oh, think? I'm going to mirror Scott's image. Um, <laughs> I see what he did there. Oh, yeah. Martin got the cheesy so... dump on this week. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually quite enjoyed this. Um, I, I found from when we've read recent books, you know, with Klaus is a very unique center. We've had the naughty list with another, a very you know unique center. I felt we got that this time, but he was a bit more closer to the original center that we know. Um, as much as it, as much as some of the sensitive tones at the start of the book, you know, it did make you wonder how would Santa deal with the fact that someone has killed mrs Claus. you know that was it was a little bit like oh okay I was taken back but 
yeah, it, it was crazy to be in like an apocalyptic thing. And uh, you've got, you know, marauders coming in, taking out the North Pole, and then Santa just putting himself at the bottom of a bottle to deal with it. It's It touched on some real world issues, but it kept it a little bit fun, a little bit playful and humorous at many parts of the book. You know, and the snowman narrating it, Gary, good old Gary. You know, I I, I thought this was a great book. I didn't think it was top tier. It's not going to be like my, you know, it's not going to be no 10 out of 10. but (laughs) The best Christmas book you've ever read. (laughs) But it was a fun read. I enjoyed it. And I I didn't didn't put it down. It was a one-sit read straight through for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. um, I I think I'm leaning more towards that. I... I mean, I love Christmas and I love zombies and you put them together. I mean, what am I not going to love about this book? Yes, the beginning was um, a little bit dark, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like with the Marauders coming and murdering Mrs. Claus. Um, had it not been Santa trying to, you know, off himself, if it was a different character, maybe I would have felt something. But I had no fear for Santa. You know, he's immortal. You know, he can't die. So for me, those scenes were more. Uh, more com- not comedic because it's not funny the way he's obviously trying to kill himself but I found it more depressingly entertaining I know that's like counterintuitive <laughs> but it was just the creative ways he was coming up with trying you know like hanging himself with like mistletoe and like the, it was the creativity of the writer trying to say like how would you do it in the North Pole um, and I didn't fear for him any any time it happened so that i think could maybe counterbalance the dark tones of what he's doing with it being santa but definitely once he started going after that kid and he was like yep this is where i'm gonna end it all that's when it started to get really good i think um i did really enjoy the art i really really enjoyed it and i think like scott said it's because it's got that like late nineties, early noughties feel to it. It was yeah. just done so well. I think compared to last week's book, which was it was drawn well, but it would that again wasn't a complete story. I think at least this time we get a complete story. We did get a oh the end question mark, but you know that so, was yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was like what, sixteen years ago. I don't think we'll be getting um... <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think it we'll be getting a sell, sequel to this. Yeah, it clearly didn't sell well enough to warrant a sequel, but he left that little Easter egg in there just in case the image decided it must to have sold well again. enough for a uh, trade six years later. Yeah, you know, six years later. Like, it's quite a long time. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they were going, oh, it's Christmas time, we should release something. Have, is there anything we haven't made a trade of yet? And they go, oh, look, the last Christmas. Oh, yeah, that'll do. We'll do that one. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as a complete story, you get you get a start, a middle, and an end. You know that last page, even though it's him preparing to go out after the zombies, it doesn't really leave you needing more because the story's complete. He gets his revenge on everyone he needs to, saves the kids, saves the family, whatever. It's all done, so you can go away from this feeling like you've read a complete story. Um, can we just say hello to the Funky Gibbons, who's in the chat, who I'm sure has read this book. Hi, Liam. Heidi Ho. I'm sure has read it. What did Liam think, I wonder? Because Liam has been surprising me for the past couple of weeks with these books. The ones I thought he'd like, he didn't like. And the ones I thought he wouldn't like, he liked. So, like, he's Ooh. really confused me this wave. <laughs> I mean, 
he gave the naughty list like a was it a two? Two. Two. And the I thought the naughty list was just fantastic. Uh, yeah. But nope. Yeah, I mean this isn't Klaus, is it? It's <laughs> no no book is gonna be no Christmas book is gonna be Klaus Volume One. We're never I don't think we're ever gonna peak. No. We're never gonna find a book that will top that, unfortunately. Mm. I, I just think... don't think there's a Christmas book out there. I think I've got a I think I'm thinking about it now, like you know, this book and the naughty list. I didn't read last week's uh, last week's book, but um, <laughs> you're lucky. Does <laughs> the bullet now? But um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I did watch back some of the some of last week's show, and it didn't. I'm glad I missed it. But I, I, I think I just have a problem with creators who take Christmas to like this over the top, violent, nonsensical. I don't know, like. It was just a bit much. Like, yeah, this was a bit much. Naughty List was, was a bit much. Um, yeah, I think. But, you know, Klaus, whilst that was a bit violent, it it was, I feel like it was more tasteful and, you know, it, it matched the vibe and it was, you know, it was, it set the tone quite early on. This is the kind of Santa Claus this is going to be. But this is using our current Santa Claus that we all know and love and just making him a bit dark and twisted and whatever um yeah yeah trying to create a santa for adults can be tricky like klaus mm. nailed it klaus nailed mm. the the santa for the adult like you get to see his origin and how he becomes santa fantastic the naughty list i think also quite nailed it i think that was a a really good interpretation of what this that version of santa was you know this immortal who was more cursed than gifted with being yeah. Santa and how you deal with that. And then this one was just like, you took the bubbly, jolly, happy Santa and you you murdered his wife and then made him a drunk. And it's like, <laughs> you could have had him fighting zombies. You didn't have to do any of that at the beginning. You could have just had him getting the lists from the children or their letters from Santa, uh, the letters to Santa and be like, all I want this year is to survive to next year. So then he goes out and saves the kids, you know? Like, I just don't want to be eaten by a zombie this year. Okay, I'm going to go out and save the children of the world. So he could have still been a badass zombie hunter. You didn't have to give him the depressing backstory, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could have done with that, without that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I totally get it. I, I think it was uncalled for. I think it was probably just put in there to show you how low he'd fallen um, but Liam does say like Scott said the first issue of this was probably a bit too much however it's very much got better and become post-apocalyptic carnage fun I think that's a good way of putting it it is just yeah. post-apocalyptic just zombies Santa you know what more could you ask for you get a good few fight scenes with the elves and the snowmen fighting zombies Santa jumping off his sleigh with like two machine guns oh, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's like Mad Max meets Santa, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was yeah. Issue four and five, I was happy. You know, I was having a good time because uh, you know you obviously know that's what it's going to lead up to in it. You, you know, you know he's got not going to go and kill that boy, and he's going to have a change of heart, and he's going to save the day somehow. And you know, otherwise the front cover wouldn't look like what it does. Um, but yeah, it was just mindless. Uh, fun and just just a bit of anarchy, yeah, exactly. And just you know how just how would Santa Claus approach this sort of situation if it were ever to arise? 
yeah i don't know about you guys but i read the trade of this mm-hmm. so yep. starting on the trade i started on a bit of a high note because just before you start at first issue one you've got the parody of um like a night before is it night? Was the night before christmas yeah thank you that was written by what's his name i've written it down um oh Patton, Oswald. Patton oswald from oh, wow. king of queens yeah, so yeah I found that quite funny. That set me on a bit of a positive note. And then I read the letter from Mrs. Claus roasting the artists, the pencilers, the inkers, image as a company. I just thought that that set me off on a bit of a funny note to start. So mm-hmm. I went in with a smile as opposed to reading that first issue and being brought down. I was quite high when I went in. If I hadn't have read that, I may have had a different opinion on the first issue. But no, that was, you know, I know it's not part of the story, but that mm. set me in the mood. I went into the first issue for those little extras. I wonder I if, if they were in the those. single issues. I did read those, yes. Um, but if they weren't in the single issues, I can see many people like dropping off, like Scott said. You wouldn't have picked yeah. up issue two. You know, like if you didn't have that sort of. Bit it sets the tone, you know. Otherwise, you go into it, and yes, Gary is trying to set the tone at the beginning, mm-hmm. but it jumps very quickly into horrific scenes of violence. Mm. Um, should we show some of the art so we can see um, what we ha- what we've chosen and what this book can actually offer? In because you might not you might not think a book that is so throwaway. I'm. I don't mean that in a. Mm. It's, it's a. It's fine to read. Um. I'm. I'm not going to read this again. Like I would read Klaus Volume One over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Um. But I'm not going to read this again. But for a one and done, like the art, I really enjoyed it. Um. I'll start with my page and then we'll go round, shall we? Um. Because I want to, um, tell you, that how much fun the fight scenes were in this book. So this is when Santa comes back after he tried to kill the boy and then he decided he wasn't going to kill the boy, went home and then got another letter from the little boy who said he needs his help. So he comes back in his brand new shiny Santa suit because before this it's all grimy and it's got holes in it. And then he comes back to fight the zombies and it just, I mean, look at him, he's a badass. Who knew Santa? This jolly, happy guy with a broad face and a little round belly (laughs) could just kick zombie butt like that. I just think even, it looks so cool. Even when he was getting changed into his new new costume, there was there was basically a montage, wasn't there? <laughs> of him like being in his <laughs> pants or whatever it was, in his vest and pants, and then like you get like a zoom in little panels of like his belly and then he's like putting his coat on and putting his trousers on, putting his belt on, uh, and stuff like that. So I, I kinda like that. Um but yeah, this is this is a good page too, just seeing him absolutely hammer all of the zombies around him. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think you're going to have that sort of confidence when you know you can't die. And yes. you can't although, just go gung-ho. Although if anything did happen to the little boy, he would have just like blinked out of existence. Yeah. So he did kind yeah. of have that. <laughs> That's true. That's but yeah, true. I, and I'm okay with scenes like this where there's no detail in the background so that you can focus on the foreground. Yeah. Because throughout the that. book... Considering there's so much movement, that it is fine. But if everything yeah. was just, if there was just two people standing around talking or whatever, then it wouldn't be fine. But because no. 
you know, the focus is, yeah, you want to be on the action and that's all you can look at because that's all there is. So, yeah, that, that is it is a good touch. See, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I originally paused when I saw a lot of these because I usually have an issue with nothing going on in the background. But I totally agree with you guys. The action needed to be front and center and yeah. i didn't it, it, it was fine and i like the way that they've changed the colors of the background to sort of have a little bit of a variation between yeah. scenes and and it was yeah yeah it was it was totally fine yeah i i think i think they did a really good job at um the movement in the book as well um nothing felt static some of the books we read even though they're like jumping across the page it doesn't feel like it but you mm. see like just a slight blurs and the sound effects and stuff i think it really works um scott should we do your page hit me who doesn't oh. like a page where santa is jumping out of a sleigh <laughs> with two pistols shooting at some zombies <laughs> as he's falling down um you know yeah it's great you know it's got the sound effects it's got the motion it's got the zombies wearing very colourful clothes, and one of them says "Love Disco," <laughs> or "Disco Love." Um, so you know, it, it's it's a combination between like this is kind of like badass, and then there's a bit of you know satirical uh, ness in this as well. And um, yeah, it's just it is just cool and a bit of fun, and. I like how gloomy it is as well. You know, his suit isn't bright red. It's that kind of like, like a you know, dingy, moody red. And, you know, all the background is all that kind of, you know, the green apocalyptic sky, the generic one that you always get in things. Um, yeah, it's, it's just such a cool page. And, you know, you also have the little four little panels. It just, to me, it just looks like a little comic strip you get in like a newspaper or whatever. And it's the way it's laid out. And it's just, uh, yeah, the, the, the stupid elf, I can't remember his name, like Alfredo or something like that, wasn't it? And uh, he had a dummy grenade, uh, or a dummy bauble grenade, and it didn't actually set off because it wasn't loaded with anything and he jumps on it to try and save someone, but nothing happens. It's, yeah, but it's it's just, It shows that he's selfless though, so... Yeah, shows he's selfless, and it shows how predictable he is because they purposely gave him those <laughs> ornament grenades because they knew he would kill himself. <laughs> yeah. This proves it right, you know. Um, yeah, it was yeah really cool page. I really like this one. Yeah, Santa looks awesome. The shading on him is fantastic. Yeah, like he's just lit. And, he's just lit from the um, blasts of the guns. Yeah, yeah. And his his eyes are like a dark. You can't see his eyes at all. It's kind of got like that, that moody shade over it. It's a good page. I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier on, didn't I? I'm jumping from his sleigh with his two guns because it's did. so cool. Yeah. That would have made a great cover, actually. I'm surprised they didn't mm, do yeah. one of the covers like that. Even the um, Martin. Yes. See? that It might have sold more if they did like a few more variants because mm. comics nowadays have like 20 variants per issue. So that's how they make their money. Yeah. <laughs> um, Martin, your page. My page, again, the same as <laughs> Scott, really. I pick this for the fun for the I, I like gary gary was a bit of big character in it for me and to see him come in acting like negan from the walking dead jumps <laughs> off the sleigh with his bat in hand with his nails and splat hits the floor takes him out of the fight for probably you know the first half uh later he pulls himself together but i just love the comedy factor here and at the end at the, at the first panel you can see where 
this is when they first get noticed as well that they joined the fight because that's where he's chucking the cakes in as bombs to <laughs> to blow things up. So it was, yeah, this was a cool page for me. I'd, I'd say it's Gary. Gary was yeah. a good character for me. It was awesome. I did kind of think when he jumped off the sleigh, I just thought he was going to land. And then when he just explodes, when he hits the ground, you're like, oh, crap, Gary. And then he just like comes back together like the T-1000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a cool page. Because like you say, when this happens, this is when the story picks up. This is what the story should have been from the start. It should have just started mid-apocalypse. You know, Santa's out. It's Christmas again. It's Christmas Eve and he's out fighting zombies again. And he yeah. only does it Christmas Eve because that's when he has his magic. And that, that would have been absolutely <laughs> you know, like, fine. I wouldn't have minded the exact same story, but just maybe uh, arranged a bit differently. You know, yeah, if we have it like, you know, him where he's getting into the apocalypse to start the fight and then we get flashbacks. You know, why is he here? You know, you know, yes. then, about the, then about the boy, then about... You know, wanting to kill the boy, then about not wanting to kill the boy, and then catching up to the present time. That that would have been cool, I think, just to have little, you know, sprinkles of the story throughout, whilst you're getting a bit of action every time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that that would have played so much better. Mm. You open it up, and the first page is Santa jumping off a sleigh with his two guns, shooting zombies. Yeah, and you then might be yeah, wondering that... why I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> How did? Yeah. It, it's that hook isn't it you know like yeah. that's what gets you going oh why is santa fighting zombies what's happened yeah. and then you just get the trickle yeah i think that could have helped this book immensely mm. um phil sent a page in even though he's not here do you have why he picked this page no or no, do, do i have why he picked this page let me just have a quick look while i show his page okay <laughs> this is phil's page and he says, ah, the art was great. It adds to the comical side of things. I think all the characters look good, especially the elves and even more, especially Karen. Um, no, this is just him talking about the art. <laughs> he likes the use oh. of shading. And he's... Ah, yeah, here we go. He does say, here we go. I like the use of shading when he's in his house and the um, by the fire and the page, the page I picked shows that. The action scenes were cool. I don't have too many negatives about the art. Not my favorite style, but I liked it. Oh, so yeah, he just he likes the shading and the character designs. So that's why yeah. he picked this page because of the fire. But this was um was this when he comes back and he's decided Yeah, this is when he gets sent the, the other letter from the boy saying, Please help. Uh and yeah, and then this is like the start of the fourth issue. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. he's a he's a moment of uh you know, moment of turning things around. Yeah. He does look very cool in that bottom I owe page. you all an apology, but before I do all of that, we need to go and sort some stuff out. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, got to take note shade. of the elf doing the uh, the candy cane okay. knife five-finger challenge there. Yeah. <laughs> it's little things like that for me that just make a book. You know, mm. little details you put in that aren't mentioned or anything, but they're just like in, either in the background or they're just in a single panel. It just shows just care from the artist and even from the writer you know i don't know maybe the writer said when santa bursts in i want one of the elves to do this or maybe the artist just picked it but it's just so cute you know yeah. and it's like how uh, much, um sorry go on no go no carry on i wonder how much influence rick remender had on the story because i know he was the artist and it was really weird to see his name as 
artist, you know, or um, yeah, pencil, whatever it was. I think he did the lines. Um, but yeah, so like, did he like? I know Jerry and Brian, the creators and writers of this, but Rick Remender, very renowned, you know, writer. Everyone has read something from him. Um, and yeah, how much influence did he have? Do you reckon on 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 how how you know how it visually panned out? Yeah, I mean, maybe he was in with them when they were talking about what they wanted. Uh, you know, you don't know how they do it. I um, I think um, I think I read at the back of the trade, they waited until they could get the team they wanted. Oh, okay. So maybe he got a lot more input then. Yeah. Had they just written the script and sent it off to an artist, you know, they yeah. they waited until they had the team that they wanted for this book. So they they got a finished product. This is what they wanted. It wasn't rushed. Mm. It wasn't, you know, a last minute oh, thing. So do. that's good. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you can tell that sometimes when you read a book because the writing and the art doesn't mesh very well. Mm. You can tell they were just given an artist who just is doing a job. But this, like the candy cane thing, you can tell the artist cares. You know, just yeah. all the little things like the zombies as well. Because I, I, I don't know why I noticed this thing, but you just notice they are. Um, individual zombies but he makes sure that if they're in one panel they're the exact same zombies that are in the panel after that that are then yeah. attacked like the clothes are exactly the same, same he colors. makes sure yeah yep. he doesn't just do well no one will notice it'll just be a zombie so yeah you know, you know care like, put in there is fantastic yeah you, you know you're, you're challenging yourself there aren't you by you know just by using different colors for their skins you know, you would just, you know, if you think zombies, you think they're all the same, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you got some green ones, some light brown, some dark brown, some white ones, you know, and there's just a bit of everything. Like, and that is now, now that you're saying it, I've got your page pick on here and you can, you go through each of those panels and the zombie he's going to attack next is in the panel prior to the attack, which I think is great, yeah. and I've not noticed that, so thank you. It's very uh, clever. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and it just shows that little extra bit of care that makes a reader appreciate mm. that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we all agree the art's pretty good. Um, what about the writing? Um, what did you think this, of the, oh, the, the, the writing and the story overall? Um, Martin, start I'm with you this time. I didn't mind it at all. I, I I had no issue with the general layout of the story. I had no issues with the writing. I thought quite a few bits of the writing was very playful in respects of uh, pop culture as well. Um, did you did you guys notice like the Star Wars reference in the first book, where they cut the reindeer open to keep Santa alive? Which yes, is, uh, <laughs> I saw it in a movie. Yeah, like, yeah. for me, I thought. Like I, I know this was written before the Revenant, but that's the film I thought of, where Leonardo DiCaprio was in in the bear in it. But yeah, I didn't quite click that it was Star Wars, but I understood a reference. And obviously, elves assemble. Yeah, yeah. Like a chuckle. So it, just, it, the fact that it took into account a few things to make it relevant for other other people's tastes and uh, things that they might be reading. That was a little nod for me. I, I like that. I thought that was very clever writing. Um, very, you know, easy done, but still, it made me appreciate it. It gave me a chuckle. So, yeah, yeah I, I liked it. Is it clever for... writing? Clever the word? 
<laughs> play so sorry like play yeah, like i know yeah i know where you're coming from <laughs> yeah i think um yeah uh sorry i interrupted scott no you're fine what um, did you think well you you know my reservations on issue one um but uh again you know as we went along it got better um I was I was definitely staying for, you know, the inevitable fight between Santa versus zombies, um, and whilst I uh, welcomed the you know the other storyline plot twist of the the mayor sheriff guy you know teaming up playing cahoots with you know the zombies to you know once Santa's gone all the zombies can eat everyone in Chinatown. Um, it was a little bit, you know, it's predictable, isn't it? You know, oh, of course, you know, he's, you know, and then, you know, when he says, you know, do you remember me? And then I'm like, yeah. okay, what's up with this guy? You know, was it just, was it just a kid, you know, that saw Santa, you know, years and years ago? Or is it the murderer? You know, and, and you know, surprise, surprise, it is. Um, but yeah, um, it was, it was fun. And I think, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure... I, I, it's really hard to, to say like what's they added the zombies but like why <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean like why like the story you know I can imagine it now with like you know at, at the meeting or whatever between the, the creators and it right okay Sander's wife gets murdered alright cool Santa goes down a bit of a slippery slope okay cool um, he now cancels Christmas and you know, he uh, he can't uh, die until he stops being believed in. Okay, cool. But the world in the <laughs> background is having this, these mutants and there's zombies and everyone's eating each other and it's post-apocalyptic. I just went, what? Like, that's the bit where it kind of just got a bit turned on his head for me because I was, you know, people in work, you know, in work with me, they, they know that I do this and they're like, oh, what are you reading this week? How's it going? And I tell them exactly what I told them. And then they were like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, what? <laughs> Why are there zombies? <laughs> um, so that's that's the kind of thing I was like, oh, I don't know. But, you know, obviously there needs to be some sort of driving force. And if you want a violent Santa, you need to give him something to fight. And I think zombies is something that everyone hates you know, and it, it, like, no one's gonna go. Oh no, don't kill the zombies. They're nice, you know. But you know, there was there had to be something for Santa to be this aggressively violent towards. Um, well, then yeah. why have the marauders as well? Like maybe one or the other. Is this the case of yeah, too many yeah. chefs? You know, like too many ideas, so they just kept them all. Because it could have been the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one of the elves die up in the North Pole, comes back as a zombie and kills Mrs. Claus. So now his issue is with zombies. But why the marauders as well? Like, I I see your point. Like, it, I don't see the, why we have both of them. Yeah. It, you only need one if you're going to... That it could have yeah. been a volume. I, like, I didn't think about it before because I was just like, zombies and Santa, yes, I'm in. <laughs> but now you're saying I totally understand. Yeah. You are right. It was a yeah. very busy background, like a, a you know, with it felt like Mad Max meets The Walking Dead, with a little sprinkle of Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sprinkle of Santa. Yeah, so that's that's how it came across. Mm. Uh, yeah, like now, now one of these things could be taken away. You could take away either mm. the Santa, the Marauders, or the zombies, <laughs> and it'd still be fun. Yeah. 
I would, I would have took the Marauders out of it because so, they, yeah. they, for me, did feel probably the more out of place than the zombies because you'd get that from post-apocalyptic. You can understand there's been a virus outbreak. The world's come to an end. I know we've got survivors, but why do they have to be Mad Max, Mad Max-esque type thing? You know, why can't these just be survivors trying mm. to like the boy and I can't think of her name now. Um, the it's woman that was very Karen. Karen thank was you, Karen? Karen. Yeah, yeah. she wasn't like a marauder or anything like that. She was a, just a general survivor. So, yeah. what did make me giggle? I don't know if you guys noticed was when the boy said, "And this is my new mum." <laughs> 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 Some of the jokes okay. landed very yeah. well, yeah. Um, especially Santa with his murdering chainsaw. And the fact that everyone yeah. knew the difference between no a murdering chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that got me every time. And they were just like, hey, he was going to murder this kid. <laughs> so Santa's a dick. Like that, that was very like family yeah. guy esque. I, that, yeah, that got yeah. me. I, I, I enjoyed that very much. Like, especially when he was packing, like, and he's got his sack and he's like, gets the kid's bike and he's like, won't be needing that. And then he like puts a shovel yeah. in there and his murder chainsaw and it's just. <laughs> That was that's the kind of level of humour that I want in a book about Santa and zombies. You know, yeah. I want that stupid comedy, the over the top stuff. That's what yeah. works best, I think. Um, there was also one thing. I'm not sure if I missed it, but like it was at the end of issue four, where this you have this Japanese samurai guy just pop up, <laughs> um, yeah. kills like one guy, one of the marauders, and then. That's it. Was he at the start of this book? Was he part of the the Chinatown like crew at the start, or because it sounds like they had like a relationship, like they had met before, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? He just popped up and going, I'll save you, Hing! and then they've gone that way, and then that's it, and then. <laughs> no, I I, I forgot about that. Yeah, you know, right. how can we squeeze Bruce Lee into this book? Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah have a, that was a bit look. weird. It just randomly pop popped up. While you're doing that, I want to say hello to Lewis Deacon, who says, sorry, I can't join tonight, but he'll be back next week. But we will say hello anyway. Thanks for popping in, Lewis. And um, Liam says, um, this book was written around 2006, and that's why there are zombies. 2005 to 2010 was the zombie boom in pop culture. So yeah, I mean, you had The Walking Dead book was out then. So zombies were like massive. And then obviously Santa's always going to be massive because Christmas. Yeah. So, and I don't think we've had, we had zombie Christmas Carol, but I don't think we've had zombies versus Santa. So, no. you know, no. they jumped uh, on that. There we go. I've had a quick look and there are no other pages or panels with that uh, Japanese guy. In it. <laughs> so he comes for one, <laughs> for one page or one or two pages, save Santa and then, we never see him again. Uh, Maybe that in, was for the second volume. He's had a total of four panels, <laughs> four up <laughs> across two pages. That's it. They, this is a too many chefs thing, isn't it? This is them. Yeah. They're sitting there. They're having a laugh and they're talking about it. And he goes, and then, and then a samurai jumps out and saves Santa. And they're like, yeah, that's yeah. good. Put that down. And then we'll figure out how he knows him later on. We'll put that in issue one. And then they just forgot to add that part in. So he just still jumps out. Yeah. yeah. I think you editing, editing is very important. 
I think if you have someone who can go through your book and just take out a few things that don't need to be there, yep. that could have been an elf with a candy cane. It could have been Karen. It could have been anyone. It didn't have to be a guy with a samurai sword. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Maybe, maybe if there was a volume two, maybe Santa would have teamed up with him. Because at the end of this book, on the final page, Santa looks like he's like hench, isn't he? Like he has lost yeah. all his weight. He's had Swole. a shave and a haircut. Yeah. He's like, mm. he's like, I'm going to be like walking the earth now, saving people. Like <laughs> Kung Fu, the Santa saga. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a book I would totally read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Santa just walking around the earth, just killing zombies. So if a volume two had come out, I probably would have read on. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't think there was a volume two, which is oh, kind well. of sad. <laughs> Drats. These things happen. <laughs> but like I said, um, this is a full story. Unlike um naughty list which is why we scored that so low is because it didn't end it just stopped that book so at oh, least this has that <laughs> no and i guess that's <laughs> not why liam scored it low <laughs> but because we, we were very positive on that book for the entire show but we scored it very low because of that i don't know if you watched back scott but we were very complimentative of the naughty list it was just the fact that it just stops Right. And there's nothing after it. And it just leaves you just bewildered that there's not even a single issue more. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It is. When, I mean, they're capable of finishing a five-issue run here of mm -hmm. Santa vs. Zombies. Why can't you finish that? <laughs> yeah. No. You know, you had two people who were maybe a little bit tipsy when they wrote this. And they were <laughs> able to complete the book. <laughs> I think they had fun writing it and it shows when you're reading it because mm -hmm. after you get through mm. the first like issue and a half, you start to have fun with this as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I think that's what is missing in a lot of books. It's just that fun factor. Yes, it's disposable. Yes, it's a one and done, you're not gonna read on or read again. But you had fun while you were reading it. And that's I think that's a compliment to a book. Mm. You know, you mm. don't always have to reread comic books for them to be fun and entertaining and for you to appreciate what the writer and artist have done. Totally agree. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, James Copley's in as well. He says, Excelsior Herders, sorry I'm late. No problem. <laughs> um, let me know if you've read the book, James, if you've read The Last Christmas. This was my pick. Um, we, we struggle every Christmas wave, don't we, Scott? Oh, Trying yeah, to find so Christmas much. books. Um, there aren't as many as you think. It's it's hard. We have There are specials. There are one-shots and there are... You know, yeah. just a, like you'll get a DC or a Marvel book that have 10, three or four page stories in. And we can't really do that on the herd. You wouldn't be able to fairly is judge a book last, like that. Is this the last year we do Christmas month? <laughs> <laughs> you, we may have to, I don't know, maybe cut it down to one title at the end well, of December so yeah. that we could do a Christmas book because maybe. it's getting harder and harder to pick. Definitely and judging is. by this wave where we haven't really enjoyed many of them, it's just, it's getting a struggle, unfortunately. We don't want to put ourselves through that for a month every year at Christmas time. No, and we don't want to put you, the viewer or listener, through that as well. I mean, last year we had to read, um, no, the year before we read Zombie Christmas Carol. And last year yeah. we had to read Klaus Volume 2 and 3. And that was a chore. Yeah, thanks to Martin's you. Doing, Martin's doing, yeah. But I, I do agree. I know I haven't had uh, the choice 
of same as you guys. I know I got one of my choices last year, but I've done it purely off the back of your reaction from Klaus Volume 2, Shane, which I'm so <laughs> glad we've got it. Nice. Okay. Um, but I've been looking around for the last couple of weeks trying to find something for my herd's choice because I like to stay within the theme. I like I see, I see that as a challenge to try and pick a book that's in the theme. And I've only written literally in the last couple of days found one that I felt worthy of putting forward. And I have been trying. So it's I get where you're coming from. It's it's a tough one to tick the box off of the year because it's a season that is very limited. It's not like yeah. Halloween, for example, no. where you are flooded with horror books to pick from. This is a very niche market of books. And unfortunately, once you've gone through some of the more commonly known ones, you are left with ones that are going to be either a, a gem or a complete fail. Yeah. That's probably why I mean, Klaus did so well. It was a bit of a niche. Hmm. And it is a bit of a very small niche. And uh, yeah, and Phil says, plus nothing can topple Klaus. Um, no. And it was like, you know, if you've got this small pile of, of Christmas books, you know what you can try to do better and do that. And that's I think that's how they were successful with the first Klaus book. Yeah. And it's just, um, like you said, with um, Halloween month, the horror books are out all year long. And apart from Naughty or Nice, which came out in July, randomly, yeah. you don't get any Christmas books outside of December. So if nice. last year didn't yield anything decent, we can't read it this year, you know? And it's just, it's a shame because Christmas, I mean, I would buy Christmas books. I would buy Christmas horror books, Christmas comedy books, Christmas, just Christmas books in general, because I love Christmas and I love reading about Santa and elves and North Pole. So they, they mm. need to just, get their, you know, pull their finger out and start doing some Christmas books. The big two, Marvel and DC, like I say, they bring out specials, but that's mm. like 10 stories in one little like $10 trade and they only get three to four pages each story. And that's that's nothing, yeah. is it? It needs to be from the indie scene. That's my opinion. Yeah. It's got to come from the indie scene. I think the big two, if you want that special with Batman or Superman or, you know, Spider-Man, yeah. But no, I want it from the indie scene personally. And I would like to see something that they don't go out of the comfort zone. Try and say some, stay magical. Think of uh, Christmas Chronicle. Tell us a story like that that's a little twist on, on Santa that stays true to it but gives us an adventure that is good, it's magical, it's fun, and you yeah, can and come back violent. to it to tell different stories. And not violent. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, yes. <laughs> Give us traditional yeah, Santa okay. without guns. Yeah, okay. It would so be nice. everyone, watch out next year for the Nerd Herd's first published Christmas book, <laughs> <laughs> the Nerd Herd Chronicles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so since we have to pick a book for next week, should we get to our verdict now so we can give people a chance to put their book in for next week, yes. and we can do our scores? You can also put your scores in the chat if anyone has read this. If not, obviously. But if you have read along, please drop your score in the chat. I do have Phil's final thoughts and scores as well, oh, great. which I okay. will get to. Um, but for my book this week, shall we jump into our verdicts? Scott, would you like to kick us off? Because you're out of oh, practice. Okay. Can you remember how to practice. do this? Um, <laughs> book was good-ish. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, um, I think I think what I think what's happening is I'm just getting a bit worn down by 
the continuous thing of, oh, we need to write a Christmas book, therefore it must or maybe should be violent. And uh, that's the theme I'm seeing, and I think I'm just maybe a bit a bit tired of it now. Um, yeah, the, the, the start really didn't go well for me, um, but like I've said multiple times throughout this, it really started to pick up, and it became fun when you realise that, you know, Santa's not going to kill a child. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, he's had a change of heart and it's, you know, it's, it becomes fun when you know everything that is, should be safe is safe. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, the art was nice. Um, yeah, like you said, very 90s slash noughties kind of vibe. Um, I still love thinking about my favourite page as soon as I said that then with the moody black eyes and just how cool and badass some of the scenes were. I liked some of the jokes and I liked the um, uh, the um, when they put in like titles or lyrics to Christmas songs like Here Comes Santa Claus, Here Comes Santa Claus. Um, you know, that, that was there. Uh, I liked that. Um, but yeah, a bit very busy. We could have we could have had just the same story with less of the elements that were involved. Um, and uh, I've read it now. That's, uh, that's <laughs> um, it's going to be a five for me, I think. A five. So you don't Did, hate it, you don't like no, it, you don't love it, it but you don't it hate it. It didn't blow it. me away, but there were some aspects that I appreciate um, here and there. Okay. Awesome. Martin, what did you think? I do think Scott touched on quite a few of the points there. Um, as I, when it comes to the art, I liked the art. It was very fun. It was very playful, as we've mentioned earlier. I liked the writing. I thought the writing had uh, a lot of pop culture references in it that were great. It kept me entertained through the book. Uh, the story itself as a whole, besides it being very chaotic, and obviously now we've spoke about it has made me realise how chaotic it actually was. Um, it was still a fun read. You know, even though it's a one and done book, I will remember this book. Uh, this will be one of the ones I remember. It's not one that I want to own and have on my shelf. This is not Klaus. Um, but it was okay. That's probably the the borderline I can give it. I'm going to give it a tab more than Scott because I think I did enjoy it more than Scott. So I'm going to come in with a 5.5. 5.5. 5. Nice. Um, let me give you Phil's verdict before I jump into mine. So Phil says, overall, I like this. I was definitely entertained and there were a few genuine laugh out loud moments. It's a weird mashup uh, to have Santa and zombies together, even though the zombies weren't really the big bad. Um, I have said before that I think stories that are meant to be silly fun are limited, and I have to be consistent when it comes to scoring it. I like the art, and it's a fun story. I think at times it tried too hard to be funny, but as the le um, as the letter sorry as the letter at the end stated, this is a product of two guys playing Halo and hatching silly ideas that snowballed. Um, my turn for a pun. Into the last Christmas. Solid effort. 6.5 from Phil. All right, so fair enough. Phil quite yes. enjoyed this book, which mm. is awesome. Um, for me, I knew what I was getting into. I knew it was Santa and Zombies, two of my favourite things. So I went into it. Um, 
I went into it actually quite excited. And um, when I found out it was from 2006, I was even a little bit more excited because I do enjoy comics written pre-2010 because I find them a lot more free. You are able to say things and do things that you couldn't today. So I, I enjoyed it a lot more for that reason as well. The art I really enjoyed faces characters all the everything was great like the artist cared and and i saw that in his work and it made me appreciate it even more it's not perfect like it's not you know it's not alex ross but like because the artist cared i care and it just Mm. made me enjoy the art so much more um the story yes it's very busy it could have just been santa versus zombies and i would have been just as happy everyone said it it's not klaus nothing's ever going to be klaus i'm looking for klaus 2 i not volume 2 don't get it twisted i'm looking for klaus 2 (laughs) the next great christmas book and this isn't it unfortunately but it's fun it's a one and done grab Mm. a cup of hot chocolate sit down christmas eve and have a read don't let your kids read it but have a read of this it's half an hour of your life it's not it's not a big commitment is it and you're just you'll have fun Yes, you'll put it down and you probably won't think about it again for a while, but it will linger there. Next time you see a zombie and hear a sleigh bell, you'll think of this book. But for me, I think I'm going to score it the same as Phil, a 6.5. I I actually enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it. And I think that's the most important thing for a Christmas book. Yeah, of course. Okay. Fred, okay. Scores are in. Scores are done. Uh, We've got uh, one score from Liam in the chat. Uh, and he has said uh, it got better as it went on I enjoyed the chaotic fun better than the naughty list 6 out of 10 that's what he's given it there <laughs> that's because it's got an ending <laughs> yeah probably yeah um, and then we've got uh, Martin's 5.5 so them combined together is 5.75 adding that together with Phil's 6.5 Shane's 6.5 and my 5 we get the grand total of 5.9 5.9. There we go. So we actually have a full leaderboard now. So it's going to get pushed off. I say full. Full top 10. Oh, yes. We pushed off Battle Pug. That shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Battle Pug is pushed off and it's going to take... It's going to go past He-Man by <gasps> points. So it'll be uh, seventh place. Wow. I'm quite happy with that. I'm sad that the naughty list gets pushed down to the last spot, though. I know we scored it low, but it was it it had so much potential. It just needed an ending. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That's true. So good. (laughs) So, um, do we have do we have the wheel ready with everyone's choices on for next week? We we do, and we'll go through and let's see what everyone has chosen. So. do we have James Copley has chosen? He says, I'm going to go with a Christmas book, Punisher Red Xmas. Ooh. Yeah. We, we have Friday book one, the first day of Christmas from Liam. Yep. Jason versus Santa from James Copley. Um, oh, no, he said he was going for two. Red. Yeah, yeah he's picked um, Red Christmas. You can't Punisher. have two, James. Going with Punisher. And yeah. Lewis Deacon has got Punisher Silent Night. So, yes. Ooh. And, and Martin. Go on. Martin is picked. I went for Friday Martin. as well. Martin has picked Friday as well, the same as Liam. So we have a 50% so are we going to put that chance. on there twice? Yeah, it's on there. Ooh. 
two, two <gasps> choices. We got a 50% chance of getting that Friday book or a 50% chance of getting a Punisher book. <laughs> but there we go. Let's see who wins. And don't forget, you get the option of joining us next week as well. But here we go. Good luck. Who's it going to land on? Oh, 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 it's <laughs> Liam, Friday the first day of Christmas. And there we go. Fantastic. Oh, wow. So we will be ending the year on another Christmas book. Um, and, Let's uh, hope it's yeah. slightly better. Let's hope we end on a high. Okay. Sure These have be. all been like less than a six. Not one has got higher than a six the entire wave. And I've got hope for this one. This is done by yep. Mr. Ed Brubaker. So I have, I, that's why I picked it as well. I have hopes for this one. So, okay. Cool. I'm, I'm looking cool. forward to it then. I'm there optimistic. There's our top of the leaderboard this year. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Brubaker book done. Great. So yeah, so that's awesome. So we have a Christmas, which is nice to finish the Christmas wave out because next week is three days before Christmas, is it not? If I'm not mistaken, uh, next Wednesday. Yes. I think Tw- yes. yes. Uh, awesome. 21st, it'll be next Wednesday, so four the 21st, days. 21st, yeah. four days before Christmas. So it's, yeah, nice to finish on a Christmas book and we're not just picking up some random Marvel story or something. So yes. yeah. And then we can start next year fresh and get some get some good books going hopefully we've, some better we've got books. some sick picks for the rest of 2023 yes yes we have stay tuned um i just want to clear up jason verse santa was a it doesn't exist it was just a slasher mashup that james <laughs> copley came up with okay because i was going to go looking for that so i'm glad you told me so i was like i want to see i want to see jason verse santa. my money's on jason i would definitely read that book <laughs> But yeah, so thank you all for um, checking out the last Christmas with us. Um, there's nothing left to do, but no, that's the wrong. I keep doing it. That's mine from the quiz. <laughs> I keep doing my sign off from the quiz. Okay. We'll, I, I can't even edit that out in posts. This is terrible because this is live. Okay. We'll just go start again. Okay. <laughs> thank you all for joining as we read the last Christmas this week. <laughs> Take care. Merry Christmas. Get your waves out. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See no. Ya. No. Stop right there. I'm very, very sorry. I'm so unprofessional. Tomorrow on the channel, we have Kev's draw along. Oh, yes. Quickly, before we go, this, this week, Kev is drawing Mrs. Claus. And Mrs. Claus looks like she's down for business. She looks very, very capable. And if Mrs. Claus had looked like this in this book, I doubt the Marauders would have been able to take her out. <laughs> so that will be on the Nerd Herd tomorrow at 7pm. So drop in and see how Kevin draws Mrs. Claus. It's going to be awesome because he's very, very talented. Also, okay. check out his last week's one as well because he drew Santa. So you've got he double drew, bubble. Got the pair. Yes. Yeah, he drew bad Santa last week and he looks freaking mm. awesome. Way better than the, uh, the, the battle pug that we got. <laughs> 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 but yes. Now we can get our waves out. <laughs> See you. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love you.